uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with Easy Peasy Loan Approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Oh! Well, we did it. We are here, everybody. Welcome to the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Tuesday, the 21st day of February 2023. My name is Nick. I'm back. There's Big J right over there. He's back as well. You're back! This time it's personal, and we are here on a Tuesday, the morning after President's Day. Big J, how did you celebrate? Um, boy, I, uh, not a... I guess uh, not a whole lot. You didn't have your presidency no, tree up. No, I didn't. Didn't have the decorations hanging up. Didn't have the uh, the Washington and George Lincoln. Washington didn't sneak down your chimney and leave no. your kids presents. Damn it again! Oh, Jesus, man, it sounds like it's a real downer for Presidents Day in the Big J household. Yeah, uh, there is no full-on celebration. No, who celebrates? I didn't go buy anything. I didn't go shopping. You didn't go furniture shopping. I mean, it's everybody at a big Presidents Day sale. I mean, oh. I kicked it off by hanging out with Team Mazda and their president's day sale sure that counts i think that sounds like a mini so, celebration did you dress up or anything no well then i guess it wasn't much of a celebration was it <laughs> forgot to get all president you dressed up <laughs> i want to see you in like the uncle sam top hat and the whole big shebang me, i've tried <laughs> if there's pictures i'd love to see him uh, but we are back here, celebration or not. Hopefully you had a nice long weekend. Are you in your traditional dragging ass mode after a uh, long weekend? Probably. Right now I'm feeling all right, so. Got plenty of sleep last night heading into No, the... I No, I didn't. Oh, well then. Because I'm still awake. I see. See? Oh, you never it's slept. tomorrow. It's tomorrow and the rest of the days of this week that I will suck ass. Ah, uh, well. So prepare, prepare for that. Yeah. Congratulations, everybody. Tomorrow's show will suck. <laughs> Sorry, tune out. Don't worry about it. Uh, what do you encourage them to tune into? Our podcast. That's where our good stuff is. Search best up. Uh, or go through and uh, check out old episodes of the Morning After the Movies podcast. That's always fun. Today on the show, we have an opportunity for you to go to some concerts, including Static X. We have some free food up for grabs, courtesy of Carl's Jr. with Pop Culture Smackdown. We're going to play a game called Streaming Dumbass. We need your help finding a movie for Big J to watch and review for you this very evening. You'll hear the review tomorrow morning when the show will suck, so I'm not sure if Big J wants you to tune in or not to that. But if you're interested in it, we would love to hear your text messages or at least read them. Uh, That's coming up here in a few minutes. Some important stuff, all sorts of cool things on the agenda today. Plus, we play music. Let's get started with some Bush. Come Down is going to kick off the morning after with Nick and Big J. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. If you notice that things haven't changed much in the last week when it comes to gas prices, you're not crazy. Pretty much, according to Gas Buddy, hey Gas Buddy, the gas prices here in Idaho have stayed pretty much consistent over the last week or so. Average price a gallon here is about $378. So that's basically unchanged from last week. Pretty welcomed by gas guzzlers, but if you're trying to figure out which way it's going, it's going to be difficult to tell because usually we can kind of look around us and go, okay, if things are going up or down in other states that have a little bit more direct access to pipelines, it's a good idea as to where we're headed. But for the first time in a very long time, depending on where you go around uh, our neighbors, it depends on where gas is going. For instance, in Utah, gas prices are down, which is always nice. They're down about seven cents from what was last week. But over in Oregon, uh, they're up, which is weird, Uh, about seven cents as well. So it's difficult to tell which way things are going to trend in our direction. We just know that things are about where they were last year at this time. And they're not going anywhere, at least in the last week or so. So uh, it'll be difficult to predict the future because the usually the things that we look at for that are both up and down. So it's difficult to say. Maybe we'll say it's the same once again. Who knows? But uh, just know that the gas prices haven't changed and they may not here for the future. It will cost you money to put gas in your fuel tank. That will be the way that it works always and forever. So in case you're worried, just how much money is the story? 
Well, Big J, we reached the point where all the trades have happened in the NBA, which means now uh, contract buyouts can start happening. It happened with Kevin Love over the weekend. He was bought out of his Cleveland Cavaliers contract, immediately signed with the Miami Heat. Uh, Russell Westbrook last week was traded to the Utah Jazz, but they didn't expect to keep him. In fact, they bought him out as well, and it looks like he's headed right back to L.A., but not the Lakers. Uh, According to his agent, he is going to sign with the Clippers. So we'll see what ends up happening. And, uh, of course, he's got multiple choices he can go to. The Clippers are looking to make a run. He probably has a house in L.A., so he probably doesn't have to move at all. Yeah, that makes sense. And he just goes back to another team for less money. Another guy that was shipped off from the Lakers that got bought out was Patrick Beverly, who was traded to the Orlando Magic. Uh, they bought out his contract. Looks like he is headed to the Chicago Bulls. And we'll see what ends up happening there for the rest of the year with Patrick Beverly. Bulls kind of teetering on late uh, seed in the playoffs in the Eastern Conference, but uh, Patrick Beverly, as much of a pain in the ass as he seems to be, he is relatively good on the defensive side of uh, the ball, so we'll see if it helps the Bulls as they make the transition into the playoffs. Uh, maybe you made the road trip to uh, Portland over the weekend to check out FanFest, which is a pop culture uh, kind of expedition. If you did, you got a chance to uh, see another Back to the Future reunion, Big J. They brought back the cast of the 1985 film. They've been doing a couple of these things. Uh, Biff was there. Michael J. Fox was there. Leah Thompson was there. Uh, of course, everybody involved with Back to the Future was there, and they had a good time. Uh, they were able to tell some Boyd. stories. Yep, the whole crew. And uh, they even did a little hashtag and had some fun. It seemed like it was uh, good to get the crew back together. And they enjoyed being at these fan expos. And they even talked about maybe doing a couple of more. So uh, you could see the full interaction and panel online if you'd like to, uh, both from New York Comic Con and the fan expo convention that happened over the weekend in Portland, if you'd like to check it out and relive some of your early 80s memories. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff in case you're curious. It's Streaming Dumbass on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. We need your help, ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley. We need as many of you to text in as possible which movie you want Big J to watch. Here's the deal. Going to list you off some descriptions of three movies that are streaming somewhere on the internet via a streaming service that Big Big J has easy access to. And if you could text in the movie that you think you'd like Big J to watch, movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three, that would be fantastic. We then tabulate all the votes, and the movie that gets the most votes is the one Big J will watch tonight and review for you tomorrow morning. We want as many votes as possible because that has the likelihood of decreasing the chance of a tie, which there was for second and third place last weekend. Thankfully, not the actual winning movie, but we like to avoid ties at all possible. So the more people text in, the better off we are, and we need your help for a movie for Big J. Are you ready, sir? Yeah. Movie number one, a woman's life is turned upside down after a dangerous man gets hold of her lost cell phone and then uses it to track her every move. Oh, no. Movie number two. When an evil is awakened, a ragtag group of random people must come together to try and stop it from wreaking deadly havoc. Damn. Movie number three. Growing up in New York in the 1980s certainly was much different than today, and as Paul grows up around the biggest city in the U.S., he realizes that the right friends are important, and maybe your family isn't the uncool jerks you think they are. Definitely different tones in each one of these movies. Yeah, for sure. Movie number one, give me back my phone. Movie number two, let's fight evil. Or movie number three, all grows up. Those are your three choices today. All you have to do is text in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three. You may have noticed I haven't given you the title nor the stars of those movies. That will be revealed once the movie that you choose for Big J is revealed. So text in which one you'd like him to watch to 208-287-1003. We will tabulate those votes, and I promise you I'll give you all the movies, all the stars, and all the details next on the (laughs) X-Rocks. That is Lincoln Park. That is numb here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's time for the conclusion of Streaming Dumbass. The votes have been tabulated. Do we have a winning movie, Big J? We sure do, man. Then let's go in descending order. What movie got the least amount of votes? Movie number three with just one vote. Uh, probably for the best for all parties involved. That movie is one of those that's like still in theaters, but also available to stream on Peacock. It's called Armageddon Time, Big J. Star-studded feature. Armageddon featuring, Time? Yes. Uh, it's based on 
time growing up in the 80s. It's like a thing that uh, Ronald Reagan said in one of his speeches. And Hathaway is in it, and so is Sir Anthony Hopkins, Jeremy Strong from Succession as well. It's about growing up, coming-of-age story in New York. It was nominated for the Palme d'Air, Big J, at the Cannes Film Festival, yeah. which means you would have hated it. Uh, what movie came in second place? Uh, movie number one. That movie is called Unlocked. It is a brand new Netflix movie available for you to watch if you want to. It is a uh, Korean horror film starring Park Hoo-san and Chun-woo Hee. But uh, that is not the movie you'll be watching tonight. Instead, it sounds like you'll be watching movie number two. Yes, absolutely. That was overwhelmingly the choice. That movie is called Troll. It is also available on Netflix. It also is a foreign film, brand new, that came out in the last six months. It stars Innie Wilhelm and Mads Peterson. So you will be watching Troll, Big J, a story about a mountain troll that gets released in the Netherlands, and then a group of people have to come together and try to stop it from wreaking havoc. What's the matter? It's, it's weird. That's a weird. That's all. That's what you could find was those three choices. What's it? What now? Well, what would you rather I pick? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I keep away from looking at the broad spectrum. Because well, that's not of true. That. You've all you've watched a lot of the new releases, so I have to be careful what I step. Like yeah, you've already watch watched you people, and you've already well. Well, no, that's that's a cop out, Big J. So I try to pick movies that yes, you maybe not have come in contact with that. Therefore, I'm in you know expanding your horizons building new cinematic worlds for you and your Great. family. Thank you. And by the way, this movie apparently is pretty good. Uh, from what <laughs> I've heard online, I have not watched it, so I cannot tell you my personal opinions about it. But uh, Big J may very well enjoy it, and you may have seen it already. It has been on Netflix for a couple of months, but Big J will be watching a Netflix movie called Troll, and <laughs> will give you the full review of it uh, right around this time tomorrow morning. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your streaming dumbass coming up in a few minutes. Some important stuff. Hold tight. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you're a social media maven. No. You know everything there is to know about social media. You're on it constantly. You love it. You ever pay for your Twitter blue, my friend? No. Is it ever something you kicked around and considered? No. Uh, any particular reason why? Yeah, I don't need it for any business purpose. So, yeah, why would I do that personally? Well, I don't know. Now, for if you're a business, don't forget on Twitter you have the gold check mark, not the blue one. The sure, Twitter I still think you have to pay. Blue. I don't know if you do. Well, I don't it's not know. like every business automatically gets a gold check. I think if they're already been verified, they might just have to go through a process. I'm talking about as a person, though. Yeah, no. You don't want the blue one. No. Is it because $8 seems ridiculous? Yes. Well, then can I interest you in paying $12 no. to Facebook for a blue check? No. Huh? Definitely not. What? Yeah, I'm not sure what is going on. But Twitter Blue did not go over very well. I mean, yes, there are some people that pay $8 for blue check mark, but not as much as I thought. I think they thought would pony up for it. And now Mark Zuckerberg, CEO of Meta, has said, hey, let's take that model and charge people more for it on Facebook so they can be Meta certified. And uh, the Internet collectively went, uh-huh. But, uh, there, I, listen, make no mistake about it. There will be people that pay for their blue check marks also on Meta and Facebook if you want. But uh, this time, if you want a blue check mark by your name to prove that it's you, it's going to cost you $12 if you want to do it on the web. For some reason, it's $15 if you want to do it on your iPhone. But what this does is it grants users a blue badge, which, hey, congratulations, man. You get extra protection, whatever that means, and you get direct customer support. Now, if your question is like mine, what would you ever need direct customer support with Metaphor? Well, that could come in handy. Okay, give me an example. Uh, how about this? How about trying to transfer your business's, uh, you know, administration duties over to the person who should properly have it? That might be a good idea, Nick. Uh, well, fine. I understand that could be That's a situation. one small example. Right. But uh, in the, what? 15 years that we've been on Facebook, that's the one that we can come up with. And I'm uh, sure there are others. I, well, listen, it's Facebook's price. Of course, there are others. But uh, my point is, they haven't had direct customer support. And I'm not sure $12 a month for the ability to have it is worth the oh, price yeah, of no. admission, is my point. 
I'm not sure even after the one or two or three issues that you may have in the history of Facebook that you would require direct customer support for, you would feel like you're getting your money's worth as you write out $157 a year C- to yeah, Facebook. Certainly, uh, with the past experiences, uh, it wouldn't be worth it. <laughs> no, no. I don't know if that means they're, you're paying for it. They're going to step up their game and well, actually that's, do that's something. That's the weird thing. That's what he says basically you're paying for. He says that direct customer support is something that Facebook does not currently offer, and it's such an added expense that they need to charge people for it and it's like what okay man i guess but uh so now there's a subscription-based facebook as well so if you're out there and you're you have 12 15 bucks just burning a hole in your pocket and you've always want that internet cloud of having a blue check mark by your name you are merely a credit card and a government id away from making that happen go make your internet dreams come true everybody anybody can be an influencer as long as you're willing to pay the money to do so. Big J, did you watch any of the All-Star game on Sunday for the NBA? No. It featured both teams scoring over 175 points apiece, and Jason Tatum setting the all-time single-game record for points with 55. Uh, but it does seem that nobody who played or watched the game was happy with the result, mostly because there was no defense to be found. It was basically just a shoot-around that ended up having a shot clock attached to it. Uh, but people basically said, hey, listen, man, it's an exhibition. Nobody wants to get hurt. LeBron James injured his finger, had to leave the game because of it. Wasn't seriously hurt, but that's the kind of stuff that people wanted to avoid. And, of course, it was him trying to block a shot that got him banged up a little bit. And so uh, with that happening, the guys were just basically popping shots whenever they really wanted to. And uh, they say the simple solution is throw more money their way and they'll be happy to put an effort into it. But I I don't know if that's the answer if you're going to continue to have it in the middle of the season like this. It's just one of those things where maybe, just maybe, well, I know that it's good for the you know economy of the city that's hosting. I know it's great for jersey sales as people swap up their all-star jerseys and purchase them and wear them for whatever the year that they're going to wear them for. But, I mean, I think with the Pro Bowl and the all-star games and all this kind of stuff, it might be time to just wash <laughs> away the idea of these things because they are just silly. They really are. But again, if you want to see the best of the best all in one place, there's only one or two places you can do that, and maybe that's worth it. I yeah, mean, listen, on the internet, on the, paper. The difference between the NBA All-Star Game and the Pro Bowl is the NBA has zero problem selling tickets to the All-Star Game, okay? That place was packed with people all weekend long for the slam dunk contest, for the yeah. skills contest. The Pro Bowl, it was like an echo chamber for the most part. And so there, there's a difference there as fans will pay to see that. So I don't see the NBA one changing anytime soon. But it the, is the crazy. Pro Bowl was just veiled uh, in the fact that it was in Hawaii, and you didn't expect a whole bunch of people to be there because it was so expensive. Right now, now that it's in Vegas, so like, you're just like, oh man, man people really don't cared. care. <laughs> Nobody's cared. Nobody cares about this thing. Uh, Big J, it probably shouldn't surprise anybody that according to a new video from the band Ghost, it could be the end suit of Papa Emeritus the Fourth. Uh, he could be meeting his demise later this year, as you know. Oh, no. Ghost happens to kill off their lead singer every single album cycle when they're getting ready to release a new one. And uh, they released a new video over the weekend called Chapter 16 Tax Season. And there was some coffin action going on in there. And a video game's game over screen suggested that it could be the end of Papa Emeritus the Fourth, And that means that they're moving on from the Impera era, which they're currently in in Ghost that of course began last March and there could be some new Ghost music coming as well as a new lead singer Papa Emeritus the fifth one would presume would be on his way very very soon Big J which also means a whole new aesthetic for Tobias Forge and a new personality if you will so uh, if you're a Ghost fan this could be something to get excited about as we get ready to usher in a new era for the band After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks your daily reminder that the internet once again is the absolute worst because uh, it is i mean a lot of times there's some fun things to be seen on the internet i certainly isn't all bad place i spend a lot of time wasting time watching videos as well i understand oh, laughing hysterically and that stuff. there is some good things to be found on the internet but also there's some really really dark and terrible things to be found on there as well and I'm not going to sit here and lecture you and how we all need to be nicer to one another. We all need to be kind. Hopefully that goes without saying, but none of you are listening anyway to that part of it. So uh, let's just do ourselves a favor and try not to get the worst of us trending on social media because all that does 
is start things. For instance, one thing that's trending now is people being an a-hole to food vendors. And I don't understand why. Why would that... Tr I don't know. Well, you'll have to under... I mean, I don't understand how TikTok works, but that's where this thing has become a trend, where people are starting videos of them being and doing terrible things to food, usually street vendors, that people that do food trucks or selling food on the street, and then people share it, and it becomes popular, and it goes viral, and everybody wants to be popular. So you find people doing a string of videos of worse and worse things to food vendors and street people that are selling stuff like food to people like hot dog vendors or kebab people on the street or anything like that yeah, and it's people awful. trying to make a damn living right god and so you know as again everybody is searching and scratching for that 15 minutes of fame this particular story comes to us from san diego where it's very clear these people are doing it for the social media clout because they're all fairly scantily clad in the process so they know what they're doing you understand it's four, it's four hot ladies in San Diego on the campus what, of San Diego State University. I do not have their names, thankfully. What is their account name, damn it? <laughs> I don't want you to follow them, Big J. I want you to avoid them at all costs. Because they uh, are all on video. They're clearly looking at this phone to make sure that they're being filmed at the time they're doing this. But they start to harass somebody that is selling kebabs on the street there in San Diego, Big J. It starts with a argument verbally about the cost of the kebabs that are on the street, how much they cost. And it's also fairly clear that this gentleman's language is, uh, his native Damn. language is not English, it's Spanish. That's too bad. And English is his second language. Why is that too bad? Well, his first response is, how much do you cost, lady? No. Oh. Unfortunately, he's really just trying to figure out what's going on right. and can't seem to grasp the situation. And that's when they start throwing the kebabs that are on the grill onto the ground. And then even worse, as he's got a crowd of people around him that clearly want to buy the kebabs, just there, not wanting to be part of a viral video, they start licking the kebabs that are on the grill and then putting them back on the grill. Which, of course, everybody around them goes, hey, I don't want the food that was just in these ladies' mouths. And now the grill is tainted as well. So it basically scared off his business for the entire night. And uh, nobody wanted to be a part of it. And also, you know, his this thing went viral of him being a jerk to people. And that's not good. Oh, that's how it is. They, they're trying to get them to react to make them look like the bad guy. Correct. They want they they're looking to instigate something or or they're just trying to be dis I don't know what the end this game is. This is a microcosm of uh, American society right now by yeah, the way. Pretty much. Uh, and so, you know, not only is he upset because, you know, that's obviously they ruined his food there and that's a lot of his inventory, but also because everybody that was in line saw these ladies lick his, you know, stuff and put him back on the grill, the kebabs, they didn't want any part of it. So it ruined his entire business for the whole night as well. And he's like, man, I'm just trying to feed my family. And now my entire night's profits and my inventory are lost because I can't do any of this stuff. And now it's gone viral. So it's even worse for his business and he's like I was not part of this I didn't know what was happening I didn't want to take part in it I was just trying to sell food and then and then what you have is this small uh, fraction of, of a moment of this guy re being a jerk and reacting to this whole situation and then everybody believing that he's the bad guy well he didn't to, to his credit he did not react oh, okay at least that's not on the but video but that's how th these things start and of that's course. how that's why we're in this mess man yeah, usually the filming starts after the reaction starts. Yeah. So you don't get to see the terrible thing ah. that somebody did in the beginning. But this time, it was just the terrible thing. We're but so now, quick to judge. Yeah, people are doing terrible things as like a trend, and we need these awful trends to stop. Please, I beg of you out loud and multiple times. Thank you. So again, I'm not begging you to be kind. I'm just like, hey, if we could just, just try to be a scotch better, we'd be all right. We'd be okay. Not everything needs to be done for social media clout. I know that's currency this day and age, but it's really, really not that big of a deal. Morning and fleeting, by the way. Nobody's going to remember who you are next week, I promise. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rocks. That is Cage the Elephant. No rest for the wicked here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And Big J, I don't want to call this an intervention, but I figured if we were going to have this conversation, it might as well be best to have this conversation on the radio. And I'm going to ask this of you because it was asked of me th by three different people last week, and you weren't around to answer, and I didn't have an answer. But I thought there was God. a good reason, and then when it was still there today, I was like, maybe there's not. You know that there's a white box right on the floor by your yeah. office. Is there something inside that box? 
No, uh, there's like these little blue things. I threw most of them away. There's nothing in the box. There's nothing. It's, it's an empty box yeah. that's sitting right kind of in the middle of your floor. As you no, walk it's in. right next to my trash can. Yeah, but it's like, it's uh, separate enough where people, like, it catches the eye, apparently, of people. Because I saw it when Perfect. I first walked in a couple, and then, like, it, I caught the eye, uh, apparently caught the eye of three different people who asked me what was what it was. Or, and so, why don't you throw the box away? I don't know. It's a great question. <laughs> now I'm not going to. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> because I was like, well, maybe there's something. Somebody's like, is there something in that box that's addressed to you? And I'm like, I, I don't know what that box is. I know it's been there, but I feel like. I can tell you what was in the box. There might be something in there that Big J wanted to keep. And then they go, well, why didn't he throw it away? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Why don't you ask I Big J? I love this fact. I can't wait to find out who these people are. And I'm like, well, he's it. not here that, uh, that, that that he can answer the question. And I was like, I'm sure if it is empty, it will be gone by the time I come back Monday morning. And then as I walked in this morning, I noticed the box was still there. And you're right. It's like literally, it's not like a large box. It's a box that really will fit into your garbage can if you yeah. just pick it up yeah. and put it in there. So why isn't it in there? I don't I don't know why not well because it's been there for like a week yeah and and you would think that you would want to pick up things right or at least keep things fairly nice and not have a random i think i was thinking box. about keeping the box oh, okay that and makes so sense that makes wasn't sense. really sure and then and then uh, i was like well maybe i'll move it and then uh she's like yeah because it's just, I think the, the placing of it is also weird. Like, it almost looks like you have to step over it in some way to get into your office. Now I'm going to consciously put it, like, when I leave, like, right in the middle. So, like, like a, a, an invisible barrier. I can tell you who it does, who it bothered. But I, I, I did I notice it. I think I know bothered, too. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody asked it's me, like, why, would why is that bothered? box? Is it garbage? And I'm like, well, I mean, if it is garbage, I don't know why Big J wouldn't pick it up and just put it in his garbage can. So I have to assume he's holding on to it for a reason. This is me subconsciously trying to push people's <laughs> buttons, right? Like, I've tried to get rid of that part of my life, you know, because it was kind of, uh, well, jerky. Uh -huh. And so, but subconsciously, it's, uh, I won't let go. And it's like, whatever that there is that can cause somebody to have, like, go insane about something, I want to do. And I don't even mean to do it. Because I honestly didn't give it a second thought until two, until it was brought up to me in a couple of occasions. And then the other thing that I thought was absolutely hilarious, that I thought maybe you were doing this to push people's buttons, was because I did notice that the blue stuff that was inside the box was in your trash can and I'm like, well, he dumped the inside of it in the trash can. Hence why I was thinking about keeping the box. <laughs> and then left there the outside of it off to the side of the trash can in the middle of everything. And I'm like, maybe there's a method to his madness, but I'm not sure. Yeah, there is, I guess, but it's all subliminal, dude. <laughs> you just all wanted subliminal. to drive people crazy. Well, listen, just so you know, it did work. I did not have a proper answer for the question and you weren't around to answer it. So I was just like, I don't know why but then when it was there still this morning, I'm like, it's now been a full calendar week. There must be a reason, but now there really isn't when it comes down to it. Like, you might hang on to it, but probably not at this yeah. point, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know now, for sure. <laughs> I think now you need to build a shrine to it and make a little office around it. I need so. another box to put it on <laughs> top of. It's it's very weirdly placed, I guess, is the thing that, that did surprise me. I can understand why it catches people's eyes when they walk into the bullpen, I guess is my point. Yeah. Is it's like right there, it's like a big white box. Not big, again, I I'm, I'm not, I don't want to over-exaggerate how big. It's like a shoebox size, maybe, a small shoebox. Yeah, it's shoe like box. one by one. Yes. And so it's not a gigantic box, but it's right there and you see it the second you walk in. And I'm like, maybe he does have a purpose for it. Or maybe I'm trying to be like, maybe one of these people should say, hey, you know what? We've got a couple open offices now. Let's put this guy in there so we don't have to look at his stuff. Maybe if we give him less space, he wouldn't have as much space yeah. to do what he wants. Yeah, you could be headed for a smaller space. Be careful. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, some important stuff. And we got your pop culture smackdown. <laughs> Hey, what's going on in the news today? The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Well, if you're an up-and-coming musician out there trying to get your music heard, well, best of frickin' luck, man. Uh-oh. According to a new study from New York University, basically you have less than five seconds to capture somebody's attention, and they will know within the first five seconds of hearing a song whether or not they're going to like it or not. So you better five bring seconds. that intro, bro! Humans tend to respond to the vibe of the track instead of the notes, according to the study. 
They did sit down with about 6,500 people. They listened to 250 songs in full and then song excerpts lasting 5, 10, and 15 seconds. And over the course of any given songs, the acoustic, you know, and the, the beat and all that kind of stuff can change drastically. But apparently that doesn't seem to matter much to the listeners. Either you hook them right in the beginning and they'll listen to your whole song no matter what, or they are moving on as fast as possible. So I'm not sure how that involves, like, the evolution of emotion or just the depreciation of attention span that we have for things. But, you know, I mean, I guess I can sometimes get that. But there are other times where, you know, we've talked about things like sometimes a song will grow on me. I'm still very guilty of that. Like where I go, I don't know, this is okay. Like the first time I hear it and then I hear it a couple more times. I'm like, you know what I'm really starting to like? This song. It's starting to really, you know, it's one of those songs I can really start to get into. And other times a song will fade out after a time for me in that particular way. I hear a song so much and I go, all right, already. You know, I mean, I get it. And so I can understand if I'm familiar with a song or I don't li- or I haven't heard it before, there'd be a difference there. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if I hear the intro to Smells Like a Teen Spirit, within two seconds I know what that song is, of course. And also I go, okay, this is a song I know and I like and I can enjoy. But if it's a song I'm not familiar with, I got to give it more than five seconds. I don't feel like that's fair to the song. But apparently that's all that people do. But again, we work in the music industry, so it's a little bit different than most people, yeah. you know? I mean, I think we have a different philosophy about this stuff, but everybody moving on as quickly as possible because we have other stuff going on. It's something that probably people are going to have to keep in mind. You better put your best foot forward, buddy, when it comes to putting out a song because you got about five seconds to hook that person as to whether or not they're going to believe in you, which is not a lot of time. Good job, people. Russell Westbrook is going to sign with the L.A. Clippers, according to his agent. He was bought out from his contract from the Utah Jazz after his trade last week. Speaking of former Lakers bought out of their contracts, Patrick Beverly moved on from the Lakers to the Orlando Magic before they bought him out. He is going to land with the Chicago Bulls. Am I wrong? Yes. Does it seem like in the last... It's got to be... It feels like it's just this year. But it's definitely recently where we give a rip about every single position coach on a football staff. I mean, I know understand the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator things are fairly big. That also seems like it's fairly new and us being that interested in it. But like we're talking about running back coaches and quarterback coaches and defensive back coaches and all this kind of stuff in the NFL. And it seems like that's a lot. It's a fairly new thing. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Okay. Because I was like, if it was a former player, sometimes that would make news. Like, you would care about who your running sure. back coach was because he was like a oh, running the back. running yeah. back coach is Eric Bieniemy. Same thing. Yeah, my running back's coach of the Packers for a while was Edgar Bennett. I was like, oh, I remember that name from a guy that used yeah. to play. But that was like the only running back coach that I could name in the last 15 years. By the way, and we were making Eric Bieniemy jokes, like, when he originally got hired to be a running back coach. <laughs> right. Because we used to watch NFL primetime. We would make it sleeping with the enemy jokes. But it, it was one of those things that was different and now is new as every position now I think that's, is scrutinized. I think it's just because it's so big. It's so huge now. And, and like, I don't know how many people care, but they, they gobble it up. I mean, they sponge up anything that has to do with the NFL. It doesn't matter. They could crap in a bag and hand it to you. And you'd be like, oh, it says NFL on it. I love this. Yeah, uh, you're right. I mean, I think anything that has anything to do with the team, regardless of position, will get clicks. And that's what matters in today's day and age. And so now you know that not only is Jim Bob Cooter your new offensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts, but he's bringing along with him Bob Stevens as his running back coach. And like, who the hell is Bob Stevens? Bob I don't care. Stevens? Yeah, click the link, buddy, to find out more. Who the hell is that? I don't know. I've never heard of any of these people. Inquiring I, minds want to know. I've heard of Jim Bob Cooter because because that name's so funny, I remember it. It's etched Detroit, in Detroit, right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. He was the offensive coordinator for Detroit for a couple of years. Uh, congratulations to former guest of the morning after, Big J, Jason Muse. Uh, he and his wife welcomed their son into the world together over the weekend. A boy they named Lucian Lee Muse. They already had a little girl together, so now they're adding to the franchise, and Jason's a good guy and uh, very fun to talk to. We want to say congratulations to him and his wife for a wonderful baby boy. And uh, Kevin Smith, another former guest, uh, had a really nice post about that as well. You can check out on social media if you want to see uh, pictures of a little teeny tiny baby. Big J, give you baby fever all over again you understand no morning after with nick and big j there's your important stuff on the morning after with nick and big j yeah pop culture smackdown is brought to you by carl's jr and the new philly cheesesteak 
thick Angus burger. So, uh, does sliced ribeye, grilled onions, and peppers taste better in the Philly cheesesteak Angus thick burger or the Philly cheesesteak breakfast burrito? Will you decide? Download the app to be a part of the My Rewards for exclusive offers. We'll hook you up here with a couple of Carl's Jr. Uh, Philly cheesesteak Angus thick burgers and tickets to go see Static X. We're coming March 3rd. What? I said, oh, it was a good prize. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Finish what you were saying. To, to Static X, March 3rd at the Rev Center. <laughs> I wasn't trying to correct you. I was oh. uh, actually like, hey, that's a pretty good prize package. If you want to go check out a great show and then also get lunch on us, yeah. now would be well, the time to get it. on the phone. 208-287-1003 is the phone number if you'd like to take on Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown. Big J, are you ready? Hey, I'm ready. You're going to have to prove it. Let's see how you do. Let's get a particular contestant on the phone. Hello, the X. Hello. Hey, what's your name, man? Uh, Will. Will, you're up first. Will, today is Mardi Gras, also known as Fat Tuesday, and it takes place in majorly, uh, majorly in what American city? Uh, New Orleans. New Orleans is correct. Right. Good job. Big J, what does Mardi Gras literally translate into in English? <laughs> um, it means party your ass off, baby. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, I don't know. I have no clue. <laughs> not even a guess. No, not even a, gla- a right. guess. So officially, can I say you're wrong? Yeah, I'm totally wrong. Okay. I was trying to hopefully see if you were paying attention because I did tell you what the answer was in the previous question. Oh, great. Uh, and clearly you weren't. But, uh, Will, congratulations. Well, you got what yourself. It? What was it? The question was. What is it? Mardi Gras, also known as. Do you remember what I said no. right after that? Fat no, I was, Tuesday. I was, right. I was clicking. Tuesday. That's literally what it means? That's literally what it means. Mardi Gras translated into English as Fat Tuesday. That's an affront to fat people. Uh, Will, congratulations. It's not about the people, though. Uh, you are good to go, sir, and you have got Static X tickets coming your way. You got some free Carl's Jr. Angus Thick Burgers coming your way as well. Hold on tight. We'll hook you up with that. Big J, what do people throw to celebrate Mardi Gras in New Orleans? Beads. Right. And do you know what state actually hosted the first ever Mardi Gras parade before before uh, New Orleans stole it from them? Uh, I won't even say it's actually the city, but I'll just ask you this. Let's state. go with Miami. Miami's not a state. Oh. Wrong. Correct. You said city. Uh, I said uh, what state? Oh. Was Mardi Gras? Florida. Uh, Florida. Wrong. Wrong. Around that area, though, does that help? No. Uh, that's right. You'd have to know the map. Uh, the answer is Alabama. Right. Alabama is uh, Mobile had the first ever Mardi Gras parade. And then New Orleans was like, that's a good idea. Let's take that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's it for Pop Culture Smackdown. Thanks so much. We're going to do a run of headlines, did you? Yeah. Next on the X-Rocks. Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. If you are looking for a newer used car, you should check out their website, GoTeamSaveMoney.com. It's where you can check the big blue I pre-check button as well and can help you get started on your next newer used car adventure. So check them out at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Can't have nice things. Probably for your great, 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 grandmother, bro. And no thank you. No thank you. Or no thank you. Parks officials in New York said there was a four-foot alligator that was captured swimming in a Brooklyn lake and is now being relocated. The New York City Department of Parks and Recreation said a maintenance staff member at Prospect Park spotted what they thought was an alligator swimming in the park's lake on Sunday morning. Damn. It was like, no way, there can't be an alligator out here. Sure enough, it was. Had to be notified by authorities and it had to be captured. It was taken to animal care and control before being transferred to the Bronx Zoo for a full kind of rehabilitation. Of course, what they think has happened is somebody thought it would be good an idea to have a pet alligator and yeah, then decided dealer probably low level didn't want it anymore and let it loose in the park and they're like hey that's not where animals are supposed to go yes they're wild animals but you can't just put them into any park that has water that's not how alligators work because who knows if it could have gone after a dog or a person or whatever be awful so uh, police are investigating to determine exactly how that happened in the park but the good news is it was captured and moved without anybody getting into a situation also maybe a good reminder that you shouldn't have an alligator as a pet everybody 
Not exactly, you know, a lapdog, you understand? So, not a good yeah. move. Once the soon they're going to get big, and then they're going to want food, and soon you'll be that food. <laughs> Can't have nice things or probably for your great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandma, bro. Can't have nice things. A Jeff Koons dog balloon sculpture. Have you seen these, Big J? They're no. Like, they're like, they look like little balloon dogs. They're everywhere. Uh, they're fairly big in the art world, but they're all based on a artist sculpture that uh, was originally done, and he had put it on display at a art collector festival in Florida over the weekend, and that's where things went awry, because as somebody was walking by this particular display at Art Wynwood in Miami, they accidentally kicked the pedestal that it was on, causing the original piece of artwork to fall to the floor. This particular sculpture was worth $400,000, Big J, because it has touched off quite the pop culture kind of world. There's a lot of, like, balloon dog sculptures that you can buy in different sizes and all this kind of thing, all based on this original one. And then some dude kicked the pedestal it was on, and it crashed to the floor. The artist obviously is very upset about it, but in fact, it is one of those deals where they're like accidents happen, and when they have displays like this and they have art fairs, all of the pieces of original artwork are insured, and so it will be done. But now, I guess you got to come up with another one, right? Yeah. Because uh, the another original one, because the original original one is now shattered in a billion pieces on the floor. So it goes to show you, if you're going to a fancy art thing, watch where you're walking, man. Don't be bumping into pedestals and running into stuff. Otherwise, I don't know if this person gets in trouble for it or if it just comes right out of insurance. I mean, obviously it wasn't done with malice, yeah. but still, like sometimes accidents happen, but you gotta pay. Like if you're in a if you're in a antique shop and you accidentally bump a table and you knock over an antique, guess what? You're paying for that antique, bro. That's why you should run out the store really fast. <laughs> Good luck. As you break other things on your way out. Yeah. We'll wrap it up with probably for your great, 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 great grandma, bro. Big J, they found the world's oldest sex toy. A 2,000-year-old wooden artifact that measures about six inches in length, and they are calling it a sexual implement, my friend. God. This this artifact was found actually originally in 1992, was discovered in an old Roman fort, and now it is actually going on display and they believe that it was used for extracurricular activities back in those times, Big J. What else would it be used for? Well, they thought at first it was used as a darning tool to help put together shoes and accessories, but as they looked into it a little bit more, they're like, nah. Like, There's a lot of DNA on this. <laughs> nah, this is used for something else. Then there was like, maybe it was used to grind cosmetics. You know, we want to look on our ancestors in a pleasant light. But again, as they started to do more research and other things found up, they're like, no, this is probably used for dirty stuff. So now we know, even back then, way, way, way back in the, the year uh, 19, or I guess the year 23, Big J, uh, people were perving it up. So it's good to know. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. <laughs> STP Big Empty here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Question for you, Big J. Let's say I'm a complete degenerate and I love gambling on sporting events like football, but the season's over and I'm not interested in any of the sports that are currently on TV, but let's say I still want to make sure it's questionable where, I don't know, my next meal's coming yeah. from, if kids will have shoes on their feet. What can I do? You you know what? Uh, you, can, uh, you can bet on the weather now. Oh, I love it. I love it. I mean, why not? Uh, and it's like you mentioned, uh, betting now is much more prevalent than it ever has been legally, at least in the United States. Now, this is not one of those states you can partake in some of those things. Uh, but uh, around uh, the country, for sure, it has become more and more popular and more present in the advertising uh, of uh, your favorite sporting events. It's everywhere. But uh, now, maybe you're familiar, especially the, the Super Bowl makes this pretty apparent. But the prop bets, Nick, uh, that's a big one. It's a lot of fun. Well, uh, for years now, some people have been making some bets on weather related things and now it's becoming an even bigger thing uh there's a gentleman who works at uh rotogrind uh rotogrinder.com and uh basically he's like the the sports forecaster right so he does a lot of the weather forecasting for the sporting events that you know just say hey i mean that's important when it comes to betting sure they do this in pre-game shows they like here's the weather report for all the games and and generally you're like oh that's nice we get to know what the weather is but really that plays an important factor in how the game ends up getting played especially football 
Uh, that can make a difference. That can adjust the line in, in some respects, et cetera. Certainly so the over-under. It is uh, is certainly something that they keep an eye on. So now uh, something that's been slipping itself into a lot of these prop bets is literally people betting on the weather. How much rainfall will they have? How like for snowfall? a particular city kind of a thing. Like, uh, yes. like an over-under on the amount of precipitation that's in a particular area. Yeah, and apparently this really took shape and form after uh, the pandemic hit and the NCAA <laughs> tournament was canceled. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, God, we're going to lose all our money. What do we do? we we'll start betting on the weather. This seems like it's like a really dark turn in your life has been taken. Yeah, yeah. This is when it's like that that number that they put out. Like you might be a gambling addict. Call this number is <laughs> yeah. this the is, disclaimer yeah. at the end of every ad? Yes, this may be something that you need to call if you are gambling on the weather. Now, not only that, but also like I mean, again, uh, if there's nothing going on, if all the sporting events have been canceled, of course our addictions are going to lead to this particular thing. But now. Like, there's tons of sports happening, guys. There's so much legitimate things that you can gamble on. And, okay, why chance it on the weather and why bet on the weather? And why, like, ruin a complete weekend because you didn't get enough rain or too much rain? I don't know. But we are always happier when there's some action on something. Yeah, you got to have that action. Whoa, baby. Got to get that adrenaline going. And sometimes the weather reports are where it's at. So if you're into it, I guess you can go on. I imagine it's probably by the area, right? So, well, here's the thing is right now, uh, you know, there's a little bit more stricter control in the United States when it comes to some of the stuff that you can bet on. So a lot of this is being done right now in Canadian sports books where where they're not. So they don't have like open uh, weather related events right now in the United States. But it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be happening soon. So right now, if you want to bet on the weather, you have to go illegally offshore and do with the yeah. bed. Find an IP address that's in Canada somewhere and use it to log on and bet on the weather. That's when you really know you're in trouble, guys. I mean, yes, I mean, I know certain people in the state of Idaho that have done VPNs to other IPs so that they can actually use DraftKings and things like that to gamble. This is not uh, new. It's just a way around something. But if you're doing that just so that you can gamble on the weather, we may, we may need to have a yeah. sit down. And talk about what you're doing and what and, you're spending your time on. And that's the fear on. a lot of people had when they legalized gambling. Sure, sure. But I'm, I wonder, I mean, just because it's available doesn't mean it's necessarily right. popular. I mean, uh, there's lots of NHL gambling that you can bet on too, but nobody's doing it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your gambling update. We got ourselves some bad impressions. They're happening next on the x Rock With Nick and Big J. Yep, and Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. They're more than just Subaru. They're the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore, and we've got tickets for you. Uh, I believe the show is sold out tonight for Fit for a King. Uh, That will be a hell of a show, obviously, and we will get you a pair of tickets absolutely free here. Just uh, figure out bad impressions and boom these tickets are yours catches you gotta swing by before four o'clock today so that you can go to the show tonight because that is when our office is closed and we do not want these to go to waste but if you want to go to a sold out show tonight get your metal on at the knitting factory hey now would be a good time to be on the phone 208-287-1003 bad impressions works like this big j has three clues they all revolve around somebody pretty famous if you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less then congratulations look at you Going to a show tonight, impressing your friends, maybe meeting the love of your life yeah. in a show? impress a lady? <laughs> Do you think anybody gets that? Reference? No, I don't know. I don't think, I think it's been, because we lost that audio. <laughs> I don't, it might rep- be in here somewhere. But it, it, what, do you remember what commercial it was from? No, I mean, it was, no. So it was, it, it was a mundane type of It was situation. like 15 years ago. You recorded a commercial that included that particular line, and we all laughed at the way that you read that line, and so it became a running yeah. joke that, uh, and now we've gone I, on I so long, feeling. all of our callers have dropped off. But, what happened? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they don't want to go to a fit for a Oh, you don't want to go to, oh, hey, you don't bring any shoes to town. Where's the metal? Uh, yeah, where are you? Is the real question. Losers. Maybe my favorite Big J tangent when he is the uh, stereotypical metalhead, and it's a lot of grunting and groaning. Yeah, remember it was Pantera Bot? Pantera Bot for a while was Pantera Smash. Bot. <laughs> all Pantera. Everything sucks except for Pantera. And now, even the Pantera that comes on stage sucks. It's not them. Yeah, now Pantera Bot's turned on themselves. My God. 
eating themselves from the inside We're cannibalizing out. each other. That's the way uh, metal uh, fans Anyways, go. I was going to do an impression of uh, Guy Fieri. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Why is I'm Guy Fieri out. in the news? Uh, he was in town here last week for a couple days filming uh, some episodes of Triple D with his son, Ryder. Yeah, and he said that Ryder was co-hosting the show. He popped by a couple of the Treasure Valley restaurants. Not his first trek through town. In fact, Jay and I were talking off the air about our previous excursions with Guy Fieri back when he came through town a couple of times ago. We had him on the show, went down and met him at the Donnie Max Trailer Park uh, Cuisine, if you remember, yeah. and had some fun with Guy Fieri, and uh, now he doesn't even let us know he's coming through town. What, what, I know, I didn't get a call. I, I felt like, God, I'm like his biggest hero proponent. I'm like, I love Guy Fieri, everything he does. I, I, I don't let it die here. I get mad at people who make fun of him. Yeah, they, they, he is an easy mark, and people do make fun of him. I tell make- him, shut up. This guy does so much for people. It does so much good, etc. that uh, it was great to have him in town. But. Very clear he was making the road trip through town as he was on his way to Salt Lake City for the NBA All-Star yeah, game where absolutely. he showed up and did some stuff. But nice to give some play, which I mean, I'm sure, which means in six, seven months, you'll see the footage that he shot here in the Treasure yeah, Valley I mean, on Food Network. We've had Bar Rescue here recently and then uh, Restaurant Impossible. Was here uh, over the summer. That aired just a couple weeks ago, I think, about a month ago. So it's a great place to go, and there's some great places around the Treasure Valley. Some of them need help; others are already great, which is why Guy Fieri's here. Do you still watch Triple D on the Ray? Uh, yeah, I mean, new episodes. I I I rarely catch the new episode. I try to catch up every now and then, but um, yeah, because it's like omnipresent on the Food Network. You'll find it. It is that and B Bobby Flay. You can guarantee it. (laughs) If you turn it on, one of those two shows are on. It's like Jersey Shore and MTV back in the day. Yep. Morning at now, Redonkulous, or whatever that show's called. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the program here next on the X Rocks. Jack! That is Hardy wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J here on this Tuesday. Thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. You guys selected a Netflix movie called Troll for Big J to watch tonight for streaming dumbass. So that's exactly what he'll do. He'll give you a full review tomorrow. We also implored you to be kind to people that are selling food on the street and not be a jerk just for uh, viral video fame. I'm not sure that message got across, but we sure hope it did. Also found out there is no good reason Big J still has a box on his office floor that's driving the office crazy. He just left it there, even though it's empty, and it apparently now will stay there forever. No, now I'm going to strategically move it in that area just to see what happens. Make it stick out further in the bullpen? I like it. I like the strategy. And, of course, we also had a chance to give away some Static X and some Carl's Jr. We'll do that again tomorrow here, and that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, Yeah, do you, uh, you, how often do you eat your vegetables, Nick? Uh, I love vegetables, so I eat them fairly regularly, uh, usually with every uh, dinner that I have. Here's a crazy fact. The most popular veggie, according to 91.4% of people who took part in a survey, uh, said it was corn. Corn is delicious. I don't blame them at all. One bit. Get the, get the Mexican corn. That's I always love, good. I um, love, uh, yeah, Mexican street corn is fantastic. Yeah, cancel it out with mayo. Uh, well, how do you cancel it out? Well, because it's good for you. Corn. Uh, oh, oh, I it's see. A healthy yes. vegetable. Yes, but that's not the. I mean, that has to be a special occasion. That's not the only corn oh. that I eat. Oh, is Mexican street not corn. just cans of cream corn. Uh, I do not like cream corn. Oh. Believe it or not. Oh, uh, I think cream corn is gross. But I'll take uh, <laughs> regular corn on the cob any day of the week. I'll eat. Uh, I'll eat corn in a can. I'm not. I'm not too proud to admit that. But I love any kind of vegetable. Give me broccoli. Give me Brussels sprouts as long as they're made the right way. Give me uh, carrots. I love carrots. Anything. So I'm. I'm actually a pretty big vegetable fan uh what are some of the other favorites uh i don't know i didn't look up that far to the details <laughs> you just wanted to talk about corn yeah all right well well it's fulfilling my obligation to have something here to say i know but usually it means that there's something that you're interested in not I usually like corn. something you read verbatim uh next set of extract brought to you by beacon plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters clogged drains leaky faucets toilets that won't flush stop freaking and call beacon beacon plumbing heating mechanical your trusted plumbing source is online at beaconplumbing.com that's it for us jason drew's up next you guys have a good one it's the x rocks huh? The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.